Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as farmers made some harvest progress this week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, wind southeast 20, gusting to 40 this afternoon, the high today 24, 60% chance of showers overnight with risk of a thunderstorm, the low tonight 12. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers Friday with risk of a thunderstorm, wind northwest 20, the high 19, the low 10. Saturday, cloudy, 40% chance of showers, the high 17, the low 5. Sunday, sunny, the high 22, the low 6. Monday, sunny, the high 23, the low 6. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 17, the low 5. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 15. Normal high for this date, 17, the normal low is 3. The sun rose at 6.39 this morning. It sets at 7.05 tonight. And around the province... We have Estevan is at 19 degrees. By the way, the hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour, 23 degrees in Mancota. The cold spot, Cypress Hills Provincial Park at just 10 degrees. So Estevan is 19. Saskatoon is a total of 18 degrees. Swift Current is 20. Weyburn is 21. And Yorkton, 18 degrees. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's 20 degrees. That's 68 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 24. The humidity is 68%. The barometer dropping 101.4. Moose Jaw, sunny and 20. Winds are from the northwest at 22, gusting to 30. Once again, Regina, sunny and 20. That's 68 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowncanada.com for more information. Saskatchewan farmers made moderate harvest progress during the past week. Provincial crops analyst Corey Jacobs says harvest is about one quarter complete, well behind the five-year average. I would call it modest harvest progress. Um, we're up to 23% of the crop in the bin, so about quarter, a quarter done harvest, um, up from 18% last week, but we're definitely behind the, the five-year average of 50% uh, across the province. What by region is the progress? So harvest is most advanced in the southwest region where we have 37% of the crop combined. The southeast region has 28% combined, and the west central region 26%. The northeast region has 15% combined, the east central region 12%, and the northwest region has 10% combined. Was there much rain this past week? We definitely saw kind of like a, a general rain uh, over the province. The majority of that fell in the central and the southern regions where we were hearing, you know, amounts coming up to 80 millimeters, uh, you know, so about three inches. I heard some other reports of 
you know, well over closer to 150 millimeters of rain around the Bengoff area, which is kind of alarming. But if the clouds park over you, you yeah, that can happen. And how is the crop coming off? How do the grades look? So uh, grades at this time, we have 14% of the Durham is estimated to grade a number one CW. Both 46 and 28% is, is estimated to grade a number two and a number three CW, respectively. 31% of the pea crop is estimated to fall in a number one grade. 58% and 10% are estimated to grade number two and number three, respectively. 16% of the lentils are estimated to grade number one, while 55 and 22% are predicted to fall in the number two and number three category. So with this much in the bin, what are your thoughts on yields and actual production? Still sticking to average. We're going to be doing yield estimates in a couple of weeks here, and that will give us another idea. But right now it's still sitting average-ish. You know, there were definitely areas of the province that we were seeing where they were receiving moisture early on that might be above average. And then when we get to where we were having our extremely dry conditions early on in the growing season, some below average yields coming out in kind of the west central, southwest part of the province. Are there still some crops that could be susceptible to frost damage? You know, right now, what what comes to the top of my head are the soybeans that aren't turning yet. You know, we don't have a a pile of soybean acres in the province, but there is, you know, there could be a hit there if if they were a little bit later seeded or later to come up. What's the topsoil moisture rating? So across the province, uh, topsoil moisture conditions on cropland are rated as 14% surplus, 77% adequate, 8% 8% short and 1% very short. And then hayland and pasture topsoil moisture is rated as 3% surplus, 83% adequate, 11% short, and 3% very short. So we've, we're doing quite well in that situation or that regard. What were the main causes of crop loss this past week? So we, we heard some crop loss caused by flooding and strong winds, as well as some, some kind of reports that there might have been some uh, geese and waterfowl dam- or kind of feeding and damaging on some swaths as well, which could be causing some issues. Where's the waterfowl causing most of the damage? The reports were in the northwest, uh, northwest region of the province. Any bleaching and sprouting from all this moisture? Oh, a- absolutely. There is lots of reports of that from the moisture. You know, we're talking bleaching and sprouting in cereal crops, hearing some of that in the pulse crops, perhaps even in some canola, one, one crop reporter was, was mentioning to me as well. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? The way we're going right now, it's probably going to be a, a late October wrap-up, uh, depending on the weather now. If we can get a couple of good weeks of harvest, we can really get a lot of crop in the bin quickly. We just need that cooperation from Mother Nature. Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Ranchers in Saskatchewan have expressed concern about an A&W ad promoting the meatless burger outside Mosaic Stadium at a Rough Rider football game. Saskatchewan Stock Growers Manager Chad McPherson says the Rough Riders were open to discuss concerns about the promotion. McPherson says the meeting was cordial and productive. At the July 20th game, A&W attended and filmed a, a video promoting the Beyond Meat burgers and um, they started airing, I believe, around September 9th for a two-week period. And not long after they started to air, we started to get some feedback from producers that were concerned about the riders' involvement and, and just disappointed with the, having their brand associated with the product. So earlier this week, we reached out to the Rough Riders to see if we could sit down and have a meeting to get a better understanding of 
how it unfolded and how like just what their involvement in the whole process was. So as a result, within 24 hours of a request, we sat down with some officials from the team and uh, had a really open and frank conversation, uh, got a better understanding of what the truth was and uh, were able to dispel some myths and set the record straight on what actually was happening or what, what their involvement was in the production of the video. So as a result, uh, they issued a statement to us to share with uh, beef producers across the province just to be able to communicate what the truth was. What is the message that they wanted you to put out to the producers? It was just an explanation of that they had no direct involvement in the production of the video and that they're not endorsing one product over the other and just NW is a corporate sponsor and with that they have the ability to use their, their trademarks and uh, they weren't aware of the sensitivities around the subject prior to the video being filmed. And your reaction to their response? I guess we were, we were pleased that the riders were so open and willing to talk with us and it was good for them to put out, put out their side of the story and help set the record straight. And you see the riders are supportive of beef producers? The riders are supportive of all agriculture. Um, you know, we're planning to meet with them more and have some additional conversations, see how we can work together. Generally, you're pleased with their response and your your reaction. I think most producers are are just pleased that we they were open to meeting with us and that they are pleased to hear that the riders are not picking sides in in the discussion and that they're willing to meet with us and have additional conversations going forward. We just really appreciate the riders' willingness to sit down and talk and look forward to further dialogue with them and see where the conversation leads. The Rough Riders say they were not a direct part of the production of the ad and apologize for any distress it may have caused. The football club is willing to learn more about how it can help stock growers. This is crunch time for farmers putting in long hours during a later-than-usual harvest. Farm safety is very important for Tim Hillier, the Deputy Chief of Professional Standards with MetaV Health Services West in Saskatoon. Hillier is a trained paramedic and also spends time on the farm. He says a simple mistake can have serious consequences. I live in the country myself, and there, there's so many times where I've caught myself doing something, and I literally say in my head, how bad is this going to look if the person who promotes farm safety is killed doing something stupid on his tractor? But it's uh, that one little mistake that you can make that can... Uh, that can make a difference in someone's life in in that field. On average, there are 13 deaths in Saskatchewan each year due to farm-related accidents. The most common is is machinery, uh, machinery rollovers, uh, machinery entanglements, that sort of thing. But we also have uh, farm animal-related incidents. We have chemical-related incidents, drownings, toxic substances. All those things cause um, injuries and deaths as well. Hillier adds the number of farm injuries is tied to economics. Statistically, you can determine the number of injuries and deaths that are going to occur based on crop prices, as sad as that sounds. As farm income goes up, farm accidents go down. As farm income goes down, farm accidents go up. There's lots of reasons for that. It could be inability to hire extra help. It could be inability to maintain equipment at the same level. There's lots of things that come into that, but uh, the economy is tied directly to the accidents for sure. Hilliard talks about the impact larger machinery has on farm injuries. The increasing size of machinery comes with uh, added safety measures as well. So there, uh, it's been a, a trade-off that we have bigger machines that can be more dangerous because of their size, but they have far better safety features than we had in the older machinery. 
Star's Air Ambulance has made a huge difference in dealing with on-farm medical calls. Having that helicopter that can come out in that circle and uh, have that more rapid transport back to the hospital and also some advanced care that they can provide that we can't has been very beneficial to patients. And now that we have the helicopter landing pad on the uh, Children's Hospital, that's uh, sped things up even more. Tim Hillier is the Deputy Chief of Professional Standards with Medivy Health Services West in Saskatoon. He will speak about farm injury during an international paramedic conference in Winnipeg tomorrow. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained 80 cents at 4.1146. Oats declined 2.97 at 174.61. Number one red spring wheat increased 4.56 at $205.51. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.4869. Feed barley 143.47. Flax 4.8593. Yellow peas, two eleven forty seven. Feed wheat, $164.52. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up 8.5 cents at 5.21 and 3 quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 17th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.78 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1 to $1.10. We had a pre-sorted yearling sale in Weyburn on Monday. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $1.63 and sold up to $1.77. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.74 and sold up to $1.90. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.75 and sold up to $1.92. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $1.92. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.82. Heifers were about 10 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.91 a pound, a group of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.82 a pound, a group of 1,000-pound exotic steers at $1.72 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,700 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 110 to 143 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 109 to 141 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices are trading mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down eight basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3271. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.40 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are once again lower than the previous day and appear to have no rationale to move higher at present. Packers are not motivated to push bids higher amid the ample supply of live hogs, and the pork that is coming to market will also soon be abundant. Live hog weights came in at 281.3 pounds on average last week, higher than last year in the five-year average, but slightly down from a week ago. 
When slaughter numbers and weights are combined, analysts have estimated an additional 7% more pork in the marketplace for the second half of the year, which will keep cash prices in check unless pork disappearance in all channels picks up. Lean hog futures continue to trade within the new range that appears to have been established after the announcement last week that China-USA trade talks were warming up. The outlook today, partly cloudy, wind southeast 20, gusting to 40 this afternoon, the high 24. 60% chance of showers overnight, risk of a thunderstorm, the low 12. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, wind northwest 20, the high 19, Friday, the low 10. In Regina, sunny and 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.